Yeah. Awkward sounds good. Yeah, no, stop no. it. No, we can't. No, awkward it's silence. Fine. It's fine. Just keep it going. Okay. Uh, Savannah, you said you wanted to answer the first question. So, yeah. what did you think was the most confusing part of the text? There's so much figurative language in it that it's just like confusing and it jumps back and forth. And like, you can like never tell when somebody's talking or like what he's talking about. So it just completely confuses me. Yeah, that's what my thing with the story was is that I couldn't, like, I got into it the first part because it was interesting and it was catching. And you can understand but, it. Yeah. And as soon as, like, he got to himself and he was sitting by himself in the firehouse, he used other figurative language and it just kind of lost me. Kobe, what do you think? Um, I kind of agree with you, but. I kind of like it though. I like him going him going into detail and what the free language they use. Like he repeats stuff over and over and over again, and it makes it feel intense. Yeah, the thing with detail is that it hooks the readers in so that you can help and you know. Like for me, I'm a visual reader, so like I visualize what I'm reading and when it's happening and like my brain stuff like that. So. With him going into so much detail and stuff like that, it helps me read the story and understand the story better. Molly, what do you think? I feel so emotional saying I can't say anything. Yes, you can go out and speak louder. Come on. You got this. No, you guys don't say anything nice. You agree or something? I agree with all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Molly, number two. Uh... Okay. Okay. Um, number two, how do you think the figurative language of the novel add or distracts from storyline? These questions confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the figurative language adds to the uh, storyline because, like I said before, for the last question, it helps describe the story better and it helps visualize. It helps you visualize what's happening and this firehouse and around this firehouse and around this unnamed city and what's happening in this story and it helps in detail it helps describe yeah what's happening it kind of also intensifies it yeah as i said earlier it and makes everything more intense it makes things confusing <laughs> it kind of yeah i kind of could agree with you too it kind of is like it confusing what <laughs> Okay. Um, Here we are. <laughs> number three. Uh, who do you think has been the most relatable character in this story? Guy Montag. Savannah. Me. <laughs> okay. Um, I think. Honestly, I really don't know. I can't relate to anybody. Is it? Is it kind of like a toss me. up? Because it's me. You know, I'm different. But um. Yeah, just a little bit of a toss-up, like a salad mix, you know, just a little bit of a mix. I, I kind of say Guy Montag or Clarice. Why would you say Guy Montag? Well, because he is kind of confused. <laughs> no, throughout this, well, I can't really say that now, but I can't because I'm going to ruin the book if I keep... Right on. Okay, Molly, who would you uh, say you well, relate to the most? What character do you relate to the most? I don't really relate to anyone. 
I'm just my own person. So, but one thing, when it comes to relating, it's not necessarily who do you relate to as far as this is a person I see myself in, but maybe somebody that you've met. Have you ever met a guy, Montag, that, you know, is has a job, but doesn't agree with his job or starts to be conflicted about, man, I do not want to go to work because my work is not what I do. It's not my path. Okay, so yeah, I basically I relate to him because I'm always confused when I come to school. That's basically my job. <laughs> and okay. half the time I don't know Wait. what I'm doing. Okay. So, Molly, for you, you said that you don't relate to anyone in this story. Do you think that later in the book, say, later in the chapters or uh, close to the end of the story, you'll find a character that you relate to the most? Maybe. I bet there's going to be somebody you can relate to. Okay, next question. Um, why would society make being a pedestrian a crime? Clarice tells Montag that her uncle was once arrested for this. Um, I think that uh, society would make me... <laughs> Being a pedestrian a crime because, like, in the world today, you can see that, like, you can see hate crimes going on all the time and stuff like that. And you can see, like, police brutality and stuff like that. So, walking around the streets and just doing what you're doing, a cop may misunderstand you having your hand in your pocket or something like that. And uh, it may just kind of confuse the cop and it may confuse you as well. <laughs> Do you want me to read the next question? I don't know. Can we just restart? No, we can't. Four minutes in. Six minutes in. So good. Hey. Conversation. You're just having a conversation about the book. Um, okay, so. Yes, she is. Do you see the people that are in our group? Do you see the people that are in our group? Of course she's Okay, in, in the story. I'm making fun of myself. Oh, okay. Happy birthday at the end of the video. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Duncan, this is not my fault. <laughs> Anyways, in the story, uh, Guy Montag is using a bunch of, like, figurative language and history uh, relations and society relations and stuff like that he's obviously you know well read on what he's saying and knows what he's doing uh why do you think he's like he doesn't like books and why do you think he's trying to go against books and trying to ban books molly uh, I think he's trying to ban books because everyone else in his society is doing so, so he feels as though maybe he has to do it too. Kobe? Well, without spoiling anything, um, what? I'm trying not to spoil a book for y'all. <laughs> At least maybe. What Savannah, what do you think? What do I think? Okay. I don't. <laughs> 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 no, that's not recording. We're recording something. We're recording something. We're recording something. Good. They had a part of it right there, but. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs>
I swear. That We're gonna get an F of this. It doesn't count. We have to add like eleven minutes now. Okay. Okay. So Savannah, what I think, what why do you? God, you scare me so bad. <laughs> everything. I lost my identity, man. Okay, identity. He just. I really just don't get the point of like why he burned the book. I really don't. Well, it's kind of like this. The city made it. Well, everything made it illegal because they think. So, like, if they mean it's illegal and everybody else is doing it, is that why he's doing it? Maybe almost illegal. Maybe the reason he's banning, trying to ban books and is burning books is because he doesn't want people in the city. But it's not just him. Well, I mean, like, maybe they don't. Getting in trouble or something? Well, I'm thinking that maybe (laughs) the society doesn't want people to be as smart as them. So maybe they're trying to like burn and ban all the books that people can't read and get as smart or smarter than the people yeah. who were reading You're and banning really books. Smart. How do you? Wow. Okay. But <clears throat> okay. That's what it is. Number five. How do you say that? Beatty. Beatty. Cap- Captain Beatty. Quotes history, scripture, poetry, philosophy. He is obviously a well-read man. Why hasn't he been punished? And why does he view the books he he's read with such contempt? Uh, maybe because, kind of like I said last time, it's like he doesn't want people becoming as smart as him or knowing as much as him, so he doesn't like lose his jobs like say in a scenario that someone comes out of college and they know everything about firefighting and everything about like the police force and everything and that he would have competition for his job and may actually lose his job because of books and stuff like that and reading and studying up on his uh kind of i guess you could say job or hobby or lifestyle his job was to burn books. Yeah, but he kind of, him, it was kind of, his job of burning books was kind of self-appointed, and it wasn't really part of the firefighter task force lifestyle, I guess you could say, to burn the books. He just kind of took it upon himself to burn the books because he has a specific reason. No, the firefighters are books. the people that burn books. They changed the yeah. story because they made everything... That was in history. They get rid of everything. They kind of want to, like, in this uh, utopia, they kind of want to make everything perfect and make, they want to make their own history, kind of, and don't want people to know what actually happened in the past. Like, um, I'd say people like Martin Luther King and George Washington and stuff like that, they're gone. They're just kind of trying to create their new history that they are in and not all these historical figures are in. Have you guys like got to the part where um they ask um the fire what firefighters used to put out fires instead of start them? Did you get that part yet? No. Okay now. Then when they well, I mean, have they talked about like have they talked oh. about um well, again I'm trying to same same, I don't want to spoil anything, but have they talked about <laughs> Why they're burning books yes. yet? Have they even like? Because it's illegal. 
but why is it illegal? I have no idea. Because they're weird, and I guess that they don't want people to be smart. I don't well, know. is it? Is it? I mean, he's still got a kid. Does it say anything about wanting anything? So it's basically you got. So your opinions of why they're burning the books is just pure knowledge to prevent people from being smart. Kind of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. About. It's like. Okay. And, and trying to make people like not know what happened but why change why are they changing things because they're trying to hide something maybe maybe in this utopia they're trying to create their own history so that they don't have to worry about using the old textbooks they can make new textbooks about themselves and have their own history and not have to worry about everyone else and their history well, maybe trying to hide something why, from- why would the government why would the government want to dumb down society? So they can like overrule the society? How, how would they, how would they be able to rule people? By like if they like the people didn't have knowledge and the government did, then they could just easily like overrule manipulate them, yeah, manipulate yeah. them and stuff like that. They wouldn't because the society wouldn't, wouldn't know, what, know what, to what to do when the government ruled them, so it'd be easy for the government to overrule them and overtake them in, I guess you could say, like, the social ladder, kind of. Ooh, I agree. I agree. All right. But, yeah, no, it's... It, it, and, again, you have to remember the time frame that this book was written. This yeah. book was written in 1950. Yeah. This was Ray Bradbury's idea of a future where the government was controlling the people by burning books, by... Deleting history for much? Yes. Making history very... Dumbing down history almost. Yeah. Instead of Martin Luther King being, you know, having these great inspirational speeches, we're going to dumb it down and just say that he, you know, basically was a, you know, nurse, just talked, you know, said nursery rhymes or something yeah. like that because we don't want to offend people. We want to control them by just making it very easy and don't want people thinking. Because of history think, sounds a lot easier than what's that? Okay. No, okay. This, Yeah, going back to what he said, I think that Bradbury definitely has an interesting take on what would have happened in the, I guess you could call it future, from 1953 when he was writing this. And you can tell that some of this, uh, some of these predictions for the future that he had are coming alive, and you can see them now in 2018. And he predicted predicted this book to be in 2053, and it's supposed to be written in 2053. But you can tell that his most of his predictions about what he's about what's going to go ha- uh, happen in 2053 is happening now in 2018. Did we already read the question? What was this novel? Uh, what has this novel made you guys think differently about uh, Molly? Like, do you think it's made you think differently about like what's going to happen in the future? I think about that anyways. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I feel like it's not going to be like taking away our knowledge, but I feel like there won't be really books anymore considering all the technology. But yeah. I just don't feel like the government, I mean, if the government's really that stupid, then yeah, they will take it away from us and, like, make it illegal, but I just think that technology will take over 
and we just won't have books. We won't, like, they won't be illegal. It's just we won't have them because of the technology we have. Yeah. Like, most people, when they think of the future, they think of, like, flying cars and overing cars and this perfect society where, like, everything's electronic. But, and Bradbury is, or was thinking of this future where there were still books, but they were looked down upon. And you can see now that, like, most people are starting to get out of books and going into, like, e-books and technology and stuff like that. And also in the story, it has the hound it talked about. Yeah. And, the, and that kind of makes me think different that they're going to, like, have these hounds. Not, maybe not the hounds, but things running around the, the town trying to get people not to, like, break laws and stuff. Yeah. And, and really enforcing them and pretty much killing people. Yeah, like, Montag, he um, went down to visit the hound, and the hound, like, snapped at him and tried to bite him and tried to get him. And Montag was talking to the other captains and stuff, and the captain said that the hound likes everyone else, but the hound, or uh, the captain doesn't know why the hound doesn't like Montag. So maybe... The reason why the hound doesn't like Montag is going to come later in the story, and maybe it's going to come back to bite him. Maybe it's um, that the hound feels something in him. Well, but I feel well like... it can't really feel, but it's because it's a mechanical hound. But it might know something about Guy Montag that yeah. the government might, and, might be uh, searching into him. Because doesn't he go back, like, going into, like, not back, but, like, doesn't he go into the future from where he originally was? Like, this is, like, is it... I heard, like, Miss Duncan talking about, like, him, like, going to the future and then, like, burning the books or something like that. But I didn't know if that was it. Mm-hmm. But, um, either way, like, say, like, the government did take away the books, technology still makes people extremely smart. Like, to even run it, you kind of just have to have knowledge of what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And you could have books on technology, too. Like, you have, like, what she said with, uh, technology, uh, technology. Technology books, I guess you could say, like ebooks and like Kindle Fires and stuff like that, and nooks and <laughs> nobody uses a Kindle, but no, still, it was anymore. something. It was a revolutionary thing that we saw that for the first time in just about ever, it was you don't have to have a paperback book. You can have an electronical book that people don't have to go to the library and pick out a book and open up the book and check it out and stuff like that. It's just, it's there right at your fingertips and you don't have to go anywhere. Maybe they're just trying to eliminate the books so they can maybe start going online yeah. and get rid, of, get rid of that stuff too. Like, um, <clears throat> with books, they wanna... they're trying to, like textbooks and stuff like that, you don't always get the full story on what happened. So maybe with technology like the hound in the story, um, maybe it's kind of the hound can get all the information, know what's happening, and can tell everyone what's happening and what's going to happen. And it's the hound is kind of a revolutionary thing that's happened, and it will definitely, I think it'll definitely help the government and the police officers and stuff like that. It'll help them out in the story later on. You guys have any other thoughts on the book that you guys would like to share? Nope. Molly, go be anything? Mm, any nope. predictions nope. or anything? They're all gonna die. I know. 
I already know what happened, so I can't tell you. Sam, do you have any predictions? No, I'm really just confused, and I don't understand it. <laughs> Molly says we're going to die, so. Miss Duncan, do you really just want to come back and help me understand this? Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> At 20 minutes.